To our sidekicks and henchfolk out there in the mother loving geek nation, you're currently tuning into the sweltering, even though it's October, Cult Pop Podcast episode 46, a show where we talk about comics and movies and not tapping on our table. And also, why doesn't every Jedi have two goddamn lightsabers uh, and all the other things uh, that scratch your nerdy itch? We're coming to you live from the Yunk Junk, Yunk Junk HQ, a bomb ass po podcast production space in Maniunk, PA. No, I just, I've seen other shows that are produced here with the little Yunk Junk sign. There it is. And I've... It's over there now. Oh, oh yeah, Moot. This is brand new. Yeah. Uh, boy, boy, boy. Yunk Junk! I'm JD uh, from Johnny Destructo's Hero Complex, located at 4327 Main Street. It's a comic book store. We will sell you comic books if you buy them. Um, oh, by the way, we've got books for you at the shop. Come pick them up. Uh, but I have to buy them, right? You have, you, yeah. Uh, you have a job now, so... Yeah, yeah, that's true. Congrats. Um, but I still don't really understand the money thing. We're working on it. All right, cool, cool. Uh, with me this week is Brian. Hi. I have thoughts about that two lightsaber, why not oh. question, which is one that I've wondered as well. Uh-huh. Um, you want to hear him right now? No. Okay. Wait. I didn't with, think so. With me this week also is Noel. Uh, hi. How's it going? It's great to be back. I don't think you need to pigeonhole someone's skill set like that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Lightsaber. Are, it, yeah. It, yeah. Do you think that two lights? No, we'll get to it later. Yeah. Is two lightsabers a handicap or um, like a skill? Dexterity-wise? There's, there's no yes or no answer to that question, yeah, I mean, do We need it, to talk again, about that again, a little bit. Again, it's pigeonholing someone's <laughs> specific skill set. Len. Yes? You're Woody. also with me this week. I am. Tell the people more. I'm here. You do do the hmm. um, lend the bad triple, holler at your boy, and you do the kiss. Wait, you, I, what's up? Are you doing it for yeah. him? Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Lend the bad triple, ho holler at your boy, <laughs> kissy face. Did I, was that cool? Did I do it? Um, we're here to talk about two things. Well, we're gonna do three, but we don't have any letters. So two things. One of them is gonna be uh, the Ahsoka season one that just dropped and finished on Disney Plus. And then we're also going to be talking about a new show that just dropped out of nowhere. I had no idea it was even coming. Oh, really? And and I went on to Prime and I was like, oh, what's this Gen V? Oh, it's the boys. So it's Gen V, a new show that just dropped three episodes uh, that it ties into the world of the boys on Amazon Prime. One of my favorite superhero shows that's currently running. But with, uh, hey, Len. Yes? Why don't you ask Noel what he's been up to this week, huh? Hey, Noel. Yes. What have you been up to? Huh? Uh, just this week or is well, it an open-ended question? Fill us in. Piece of shit. Catch us up. <laughs> I've been sick and busy, but I'm, I'm well-ish now um, and not contagious. Yeah, don't roll away. Love me. Um, uh, what have I been up to this week? I went to the movies for the first time in many weeks. Oh. Um, I have a um, condition where I start to... Uh, no, 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 it's not contagious. At least oh, so we know of yet. It's all you where you've, you've I start been to sick in I start way to emotion. I start to I start to emotionally shrivel up, and my my vision becomes really blurred and narrowed. Um, if I don't go to the movies at least like once every two to three weeks, that happens to me every time I get out of a pool. 
I <laughs> really? <it's> beepy. <laughs> yeah, Wait, how long are you staying um, underwater? No, I, I, I find I find the movie going experience pretty medicinal. I need to go yeah. often, and I, I love will it. go alone and just like be there in the dark. So I finally got a chance to go to the movies after being sick for a while, and I went and saw The Creator. Hmm. Ah. Yeah, I saw it in IMAX. Um, now that's was, the one that I'm always confusing with Rebel Moon, right? Yes, it's yeah. it's another one. It's supposed to be like it's kind of like a Star Wars, right? Uh, I don't think no, so. no. No, it's kind of like a District Nine. Yeah. Oh. Whereas Rebel oh, like Moon is kind of like a. <laughs> oh, by the like way, Dylan's in the booth going. Hey. Hell yeah. Is it? He's is the it, Dr. Uh, Dre. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, is okay. it space related at all? <laughs> Tangentially, yeah. Um, so um, uh, it's directed, written, and directed by Gareth Edwards. Oh, I yes. know that name. Who something? is responsible for um, Godzilla and Rogue One? Oh. Mm. Well, part of the creative teams that are responsible for both. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I was very excited about it. Um, it is a story about uh, essentially humanity's war against AI. AI manifests as an actual, like, actual robots with thoughts, feelings, and minds. Um, and America, the Western world, is fighting a war with the rest of the world, uh, specifically New Asia. Mm. I believe they call them New Asia, who allow and have freedom for AI. Oh, okay. And then it's just, it shit goes crazy from there. Um, it's the aesthetic of Rogue One and uh, District Nine. Hmm. Uh, starring uh, John, John David, David Washington, Washington, right? Yes. He's who, so who good. Is this? Who is this? Who would we know him from? Um, Ballers, if you've ever seen that. No, would nope. not. He was in Ballers. He was in, um, what was the Chris Nolan Tenant? movie? Yeah, Tenant. He was nope. in Tenant. Oh, um, was he the main guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, he's Denzel Washington's son. Oh, was oh, cool. that right? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Word. Hmm. He's very good. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you you follow this character throughout the whole thing. Um, did I like it? I think so. Probably. Okay. A a, a bit. Um, do you ever watch a TV show and you think like, God, this should have just been a movie because it was just a lot of fluff? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it should have been a TV show. Uh. Mm. Because a little bit too much. It it was like, too much, and they yada yada a lot. Was like that phrase you used? It's like a ten pound bag. Uh, you know what though? It wasn't paced poorly. Usually, mm -hmm. that's like when a movie is just like boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. It's just there was so much detail and so many like plot points that I wish they had time for, as yeah. opposed to rushing through things. Because mm -hmm. um, there were like big old swaths of like a character gets a hole blown through their chest, and then four scenes later, they're smiling. Uh, in a reaction shot, and you're like, "Did we see what happened to them? Did they die?" Yeah. Like, like there's there's a lot of like really, it's like they speed rounded a larger story. Yeah. Interesting. So like it was good, and I enjoyed it, but it was it just also left me a little empty. Oh, okay, wow. Like it was very very pretty, and it was t it was. V I think you will love it. Yeah, it Brian. sounds cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It looks like looking at the trailer, it, it looks stunning. It is a very pretty movie. Like, um, I guess it only cost like eighty million. But really? it looks hmm. like a two, three hundred million dollar movie. Yeah. And they filmed it just using like guerrilla style, just using like commercially available cameras mm. and just mm. went to town. Yeah, it was, it was very he's cool. pretty good with a budget. I, I mm. love him. He's great. Mm. Uh, I, I've liked all of his movies to varying degrees. And this movie was definitely worth seeing. But I've seen people call it like one of the top 10 sci fi experiences mm. in the last 
decade and blah blah blah. And I'm like, I feel like those people all skipped Dune. Mm. I feel like they all skipped mm. <laughs> like four or five other movies that come to Brian first. Mm. Uh, but it was still really worth seeing. Awesome. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Sujan and I, because we thought we were going to be doing it for this show to talk about it, and mm-hmm. I was going to go see it, so I had to see it without Sushan. But since we changed tactics and we're talking about the other things, we're very excited to go see it together. It's, we just have to find a babysitter. You'll, you'll like it. It's yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. She's yeah. looking forward to it, too. Hey, Brian. Uh, what's up? What you been up to this week, huh? Oh, what have I been up to? Interesting. Uh, I was watching something called Reservoir Dogs. Reservation uh, Dogs? Reservation. Yeah, I was going to say. I, have, I, I do that not infrequently yeah, when yeah. talking about this show. <laughs> um, but uh, Reservation Dogs is what I watched. There it is. And it's on FX, FX on, on Hulu. Hulu. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And uh, oh, we probably should have looked up. Sterling is the first name of the guy that created it, and I forget his last name. Um, anyway, it's a brilliant show. Uh, it's been on for three seasons. This is the final season, as planned by him. Uh, it's a, a coming of age story. Bidung's Roman, and uh, although I think you have to go on a journey. Anyway, they do go on a journey. It's like a draws you into this world this native uh community it starts out in season one with this group of like four teenagers who uh lost one of the fifth of their group their friend to suicide and they um want to go to california because that was his dream right and it starts out with these four and then over the course of the seasons you learn about uh other generations in this native community um and it's it, by the final season, you've seen them, you learn something about their parents and then their, I guess, grandparents' generation, yeah. although none of them are their grandparents mostly. Um, it, uh, it's a like really heartwarming story about the growth of these four kids' friendship and their ties to the community. And it's got some magical realism mm-hmm. in it, right? It's not... Um, it's not that much of the story, but it's important to the story. Like the one guy sees uh, William Knifeman, who is a Native American who <laughs> comes by and uh, he died in the Battle of Little Bighorn mm. by like his horse fell over and he died before oh. the battle started. Right. Bummer. So he's like, I mean, but he has a a, a role now. A sure, path yeah. now, right? Yeah. He's a spirit and he's helping them along. And you see the, the dear lady who avenges or kills uh mostly men who hurt people mm-hmm. and um there's a lot of that kind of spirit stuff but it's woven in in like this real world yeah um and is it uh, a comedy it's Dramedy? funny but it's also very dramatic okay yeah, right? I, say, I think it's mostly i would say so especially yeah especially as it's gone on right in the beginning it was a little funnier and william knifeman is funny and he continues to be like a bright presence in the in the show but um uh oh the names of the people Raiders. who created it which just came to me Sterling Harjo and or uh, Harjo I don't know H A R J O and Taika Waititi yeah um yeah all the the kids do really well and uh the adults do really well it's um just like this independent movie kind of TV show that goes for three seasons and it's brilliant you guys should watch it is there a is it is it related at all to Reservoir Dogs? Like the reason it's, it's called Reservation visual, Dogs. There's, a visual, there's yeah. a visual joke at the at the first episode. Yeah. That's what I'm. Yeah, yeah. They yeah may, it's not an accident. They may like. At, there is enough. There is enough movie history steeped in the show by yeah. various cultures, which is not a big part of the show at all. 
but that those kids may have called themselves that okay. because they live on the reservation and they know about this movie and yeah, it's cool. Yeah, that's what, you know, that's what yeah, I kind of yeah. figured. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, I keep meaning to check it out. I mm. like Taco Watiti. I just, so many things hit my palate first and I'm just like, oh, I'm mm -hmm. going to watch this other thing instead. Huh. Yeah. Even, I think I've actually gone to watch it, huh. but then something came up quicker that I was like, ooh, ah. <laughs> and I just pressed that button yeah. instead. Well, it starts off really good and then by the end it's like, uh, not a completely different thing, but this whole other feel, the, this evolution of the show. Yeah. So um, I think you'll like it from the beginning, but, uh, you know, if not, don't watch it. But there's <laughs> okay. there's so much stuff to watch out there, but yeah. it does deepen so much over the course of this show. So yeah, if yeah. you're intrigued, I think it will really pay off for Sweet. you. Yeah. Um, I've been up to some stuff. What is it? And I thought Noel has been on this train with me. So uh, we are, most of us are here big comic book people. And uh, I like... Robert comics. Kirkman. So uh, if you're not reading comics, you may know Robert Kirkman as being the creator of The Walking Dead and Invincible, which is also now a show on Prime. Mm -hmm. And uh, any other big things that he's done? Comic-wise or like... Just like the, people would, would know if they over. don't. No, no, those, those are the, are the two big those things. Those are the big things that um, Well, uh, he's kind of famous in the retailer uh, groups because he'll just send us retailers surprises. Um, there's, he's always kind of keeping us on our toes, which is rare. No one else really does what he does. He just ended walking dead without telling anybody like normally the solicits is like, Oh, this is the final episode, the final issue of the walking dead. He did not do that. In fact, he went so far as to have the cover artist create fake covers to be solicited after just so that we didn't suspect like, Oh, there's no episode coming out two months from now. Weird. And there wasn't there like a. That like Blood Rain comic or something like that. Like he just yeah, randomly he just put sent out, out a, a new like comic. a '90s comic kind of yeah. yeah. Um, so he likes to he likes to play with us, uh, keep us on our toes, and I think it's delightful and it brings a sense of fun to yeah. running a comic book store. And one of the things the things he's doing right now is he created a new series that was going to be coming out called Void Rivals, and. I didn't really think much of it because he had also done uh, another book. Previously, with the same creator, De Felici. Song. Yeah, yeah, De Felici. Uh, De Felici called Oblivion Song, which takes place in Philadelphia. And I didn't really have a lot of subscribers for that. So I didn't really anticipate ordering a bunch of Void Rivals number one. Long story short, turns out Void Rivals is actually the backdoor entryway into a shared universe. Am I using that phrase correctly? It's kind of like a I, front door in this case, uh, right? Yeah. That you didn't know what was behind so the door. Was, yeah. There was rumors. Uh, let's go even further back. Uh, for a couple of months, a year ago, over a year ago, IDW, who was purchased, who who owned the the publication rights for some large IP, IP. Uh, namely Transformers and GI Joe. I think they st they still have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're mm -hmm. big deals. Yeah. They were leaving IDW, and then the whole like every the the rumors in the space were just like, who's gonna publish? Uh, G.I. Transformers Joe. comic books, G.I. Yeah. Joe comic books, and then the rumors were that Skybound, Robert Kirkman's company, bought it, but no one would confirm a fucking thing. Yeah, nothing at all. And it was just like, ah, oh, maybe we'll see, maybe we'll see, maybe we'll see. But then they announced this other comic that wasn't really catching the world by storm when yeah. they announced it. So they yeah. set up retailer meetings. Yeah. So there was we had a meeting, a Zoom meeting with Robert Kirkman, a bunch of retailers, so he could be like, hey y'all, shut up. 
but this is mm. what is actually going to be happening. Mm. So that helped me to know, oh, I should probably order a lot of Void Rivals number one. And I did. And it was uh, an entryway into a shared universe with Transformers and G.I. Joe and this series, which is each one standalone, but in the same universe for now, um, called Void Rivals. Yeah. It's and just it's a, been awesome. A fun comic book. And then in one scene, Jetfire is there yeah. and then leaves. Yeah. It was a it's literally like two pages. It's nothing. It's like the nothing is cameo. <laughs> but then every issue subsequently has kind of had a background cameo just to remind you like, oh, this is actually a shared space. Yeah. So like they get like the quintessence. Yeah. They're those prison. guys from the Transformers movie from the 80s. Yeah. And one of the. Yeah. It's 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 um it's very well done. It's it's like servicey without being servicey at all, yeah. because the actual story in Void Rivals is very interesting as yeah, it is. It, it by itself is very good. Yeah. But then it's also like, oh yeah, it's the same world as or the same universe as Transformers. It's called the Energon universe, I should say. The shared universe. Mm -hmm. So now there's Void Rivals. Transformers number one just dropped this today, today by one of my favorite creators, Daniel Warren Johnson, who if you have not read Murder Falcon or Do a Power Bomb or Wonder Woman Dead Earth or Ghost Fleet or Extremity or Beta Ray Beta Bill. Beta Bill. Beta Bill. He is he is a favorite. He They're is all awesome. Yeah. No bad, no bad, no bad stories. Yeah. Um, and so now he's doing Transformers, mm. the series, and coming soon is a Cobra Commander series and a Duke series. So mm. I just wanted to put that in your ear. If if you like Transformers, if you like G.I. Joe, if you like Robert Kirkman, you should be checking out these books because they've been a they've been a buck, bucket of fun. Also, if you've never read a Transformers comic, get this one. Yeah. It was so good. It's Generation 1. It's not like Beast Wars or any of the other iterations. It, in, it's literally... The in first. the first issue alone, there's more emotional relevance than, I mean, any other comic or any other um, well, comic Transformers comic, but just comic yeah. I've read. Like, we're talking like PTSD and loss of loved ones and all this crazy shit. And it's like, oh, also there's... And also a ton of action. Robots and yeah. here's action. It was are very the, good. Are the GoBots in this shared universe? No, yes. I wish. Hopefully. The rights are still pending. <laughs> so that's what we've been up to this week. Huh? Unless Len has something he wants to talk about. No, I don't. Cool, 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 cool. Who's your favorite uh, Mulroney? Dermot or... Are there multiple Mulroneys? Mer no, there's not. Dermot or Dylan? Well, there are. He's, 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 oh, I guess there are. D Dylan <laughs> and Dermot. Shit. No, Dylan is not a Mulroney. Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott. Oh, he's a... Dermot Mulroney. I always confuse them. That's what he's trying Damn to it. do. Damn it. Dermot McDillon. And <laughs> Dilly McDuty, who's your favorite? Let's go on. Let us go on. Um, so, what should we start off with? Do we do Ahsoka? Sure. Yeah, let's do Ahsoka. Ahsoka! Yeah. I haven't watched it. <laughs> you know, that's not going to call it to you, right? Yeah. Just yelling her name out yeah. like that. Um, so, Ahsoka dropped, it was eight issues, episode. Damn it, I do that every time. You said episodes for eight, the issues, I too. Know, I didn't expect it to go the other way. Eight chapters. Eight, hmm. yeah, oh yeah, eight chapters. That's good. Eight good. pages. Um, <laughs> and pages, uh, it just wraps up last night, and it is one in a long line at this point of Star Wars television shows on Disney Plus. Um, let's just real quick go through. How are you guys enjoying the Star Wars television shows so far? Uh, I think they've had diminishing returns for me and mm. it's gotten to the point where I really just don't care anymore. Yeah. Like I think I watched the most recent uh, season of the Mandalorian yeah. out of more habit because it's yeah. the one I enjoyed as opposed to really like being invested in it. Yeah. Um, 
And I've watched one episode at least of the other ones and mm. was like, hey, I, I don't care. And so I kept it going. Okay. All right. No. Um, you know how people complain about the MCU? You mean the MCU? No, no I'm not, kidding. Not, not kidding. that complaint. Um, how the fatigue? Everything starts. Everything feels like it's an advertisement for the next thing, mm, mm, which mm. I actually don't didn't share that sentiment. Yeah, yeah. Because they typically kind of reserve it for an after credit sequence that wow. is not a part yeah. of the yeah. entire plot. So yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of like a false equivalency, but. The shows are starting to feel like that. Yeah. These shows specifically are starting to feel like that. Like mm -hmm. it's just kicking the big bad or the big conflict to another medium over and over again. Um, eh, not the whole time. Basically, season three of Mandalorian on and all of these little. Yeah. It's kind of felt like big's coming. Big's coming. Not here. Big's coming. Something mm -hmm. big's coming. Not this one, though. Something big's coming. And it's like I. I love sequential storytelling, but I also love closure mm -hmm. in pieces. Like there should be a jump on and a jump off point, mm -hmm. not perpetual motion because it does invite fatigue. No matter how good it or well it's executed, it's yeah. just like, I, I started to feel like, I start to feel like this sometimes when I'm on like, a, I'm reading a book long running and you get to the point where like, if I forgot to read it one month, I might've dropped it. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like I'm, I'm like on the edge of like, Show up soon, or I might, I yeah. might just kind of drop the book. Okay. Yeah. Brian. Hey. Same question. Uh, the question I have been, on the whole, enjoying the Star Wars shows. I have not watched all of them, like the uh, what is it, Tales of the Oh, I haven't Jedi watched or any those. Of the yeah. Oh yeah, you, that's fine. Like kind of the side yeah. ones that aren't tied into the the live action thing. ones are the ones that connect that's the, the ones most we're right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think there have been any of them that I didn't enjoy. Book of Boba Fett was a strong candidate yeah. <laughs> in some ways, but I still liked it. And uh, yeah, I can't think of any that I didn't like. Um, some more than others. I am still as invested, like Mandalorian Season 3 is not as cool as Mandalorian Season 1, no, but yeah. that's all right, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so I'm digging it. Okay, yeah, cool. I, I, I feel like I have to caveat too. I'm still invested. Mm. I still like enjoy watching mm. them, but if they weren't in front of me, mm. I don't know if I would feel like I have to I have to make sure that I finish this. I have to make sure that I get to it because it's I'm starting I guess I'm starting to get bored. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah totally valid. Which makes uh, me feel sad. Uh, yeah, mm. I can understand that. I am kind of in I'm with both parties here i am still enjoying all of it hmm. i actively enjoy every episode i never watch an episode of a star wars show and be like man you know like I, I, that was a waste of my time uh i can say that on the same night that ahsoka drops the morning show drops and i watch the morning show instead of ahsoka and i wait hmm. for i wait to watch ahsoka the next day i'm more actively involved in watching the morning show which is an apple plus show starring uh jennifer aniston and oh Reese Witherspoon. Witherspoon, yeah, um, which is very very good show. So I'm just more actively involved in that. But then as soon as that over, I'm uh, that's over. I'm like, ooh, Ahsoka. I'm mm. watching Ahsoka. Mm. So um, uh, there, I think there are peaks and valleys, but I've never hit a valley so low that I've I've jumped ship, or that I, I'm even tempted to. I'm just like, okay, well that was fine. Yeah, but I'm not mad or or angry at it. No, yeah. it's there's I I mean I wish 
part of me wishes that it even elicited that much of an emotion. Yeah. Like if I if something I was really didn't like or really upset with, then at least that's something to like channel it in and mm-hmm. describe. This mm-hmm. is more just like uh, kind of a malaise. An ennui. An ennui is like sadness. It's more um, apathetic. Mm. Yeah. Mm. More just like mm. okay. Yeah, I want to see how the plot finishes, yeah. but am I emotionally invested in it? Like, no. Everything that transpired during this season, especially in the last, like, three episodes, some of it was thrilling, some of it was just, like, mid, but I knew everything that was going to happen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I was kind of... Uh, oh, we will eventually spoil the show, Ahsoka, but uh, we'll let you know ahead of time. So, general thoughts and maybe spoilers for, like, the mm. beginning of the season, but we won't spoil the last episode until we tell you. Um... I felt when the show started, I was so excited. I was like, Ooh, Ahsoka. I was very excited. And then it started and I was like, Oh, Ahsoka. Okay. This, this is good. This is good. This is good. And I was kind of teetering a little bit, mm-hmm. but then the last three episodes, I was like, Oh, I'm in. This is what I wanted. Uh, Rebels is one of my all time favorite stars wars. So I just love that show. And the fact that this, I got to see a bunch of those guys, even just the little bit of having, chopper and live action and stuff like that i was like was very, <laughs> that was enough to like set me a tingle wait so, chopper's the droid yes okay cool yeah, yeah yeah um all these different characters in live action i was just tickled mm. by uh but on top of that i thought that the last episode for the most part was a lot of fun and it, was, it certainly built in a crescendo towards the uh the end of the season but um i did have some problems with the show you know little cat little nick pits like the fighting choreography felt kind of sleepy like for going for yeah like even in this episode Hmm. she uh ahsoka is deflecting blaster fire and it you can tell that she's just doing this and Mm -hmm. then they're just animating blaster fire so it hits them as opposed to being like you know and actually feeling like she's doing something she was like especially in this episode there's a there's a weightlessness to it that is just so um Inorganic. Yeah, it felt more like, like Firefly. The TV show Firefly, I could feel like even if they're driving something that's supposed to be hovering, you could tell that it's just going <laughs> oh, over no. rocks, was, but was, they're just editing out the, I was thinking the bottom of the, the lines ship. Of like, um, if you in, could feel in, the budget in other, so let's 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 uh, compare it with I don't know maybe one of the fights in Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker. Hmm. The way that those actors are wielding their sabers, there is a weight to it. And yeah. when it hits something, they push back. Yeah. It's including blaster fire. Yeah. Like there's a hit. Yeah. Like, this bum, is bum, just bum. like, ah, and then maybe there's fire going. Yeah. And like, there's no concussive force at all that mm-hmm. they're hitting. And it's just kind of like, mm. I mean, you're hitting yeah. your marks. Congratulations. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. nice. But it doesn't at look At no great. point is anyone like working up a sweat. It's not thrilling at all. Yeah. 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 It's, as you said many weeks ago when we talked about the first episode, sleepy. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. little sleepy. Maybe she wasn't get you know, catching on to the choreography and they just said There's a lightsaber that's... duel at the end of the episode between Ahsoka and Morgan Esbeth, which is I don't think is a spoiler. No. Um and that had that was great. very decent choreography yeah. and very decent editing that hid the seams yeah so why they didn't employ that for the entire seven fucking episodes before i have no idea well i was actually sitting there going oh we saved all of the choreography for the final scene but you could have even edited around it yeah well i think the the place where the choreography really doesn't feel like she's actually doing it is mm -hmm. when uh they're going against something that isn't there 
Right. Right. So yeah. when she was fighting a person, it's all right, you know, yeah. to varying degrees. Although this this fight was awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, but then when she's just moving in such a mm -hmm. way that blaster fire will be there, it's just like I'm moving my lightsaber into the path yeah, <laughs> that the yeah. fire and yeah, you know, it's I, harder. I feel like too, it was an economy of story kind of thing too, because they did that like four sequences in a row. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. they did it over and over again yeah. during the climax of the show of this episode. And it was just like, I get it. Yeah. Mm. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So what, uh, what did you guys think of the show then? And if, aside from this uh, nitpick, as you said, Oh, like I said, it had been yeah. it, uh, a slow going at first, but as it went and moved as forward, whole, I started being like, oh, here we it. go. Oh, right. okay. I'm getting jazzed a little bit. Yeah. Right. So and as a whole, as, as a whole, would, I, it. I think it's great. Yeah. Excellent. As a whole, I yeah, really, yeah. really enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, more than Mandalorian season three, but again, hmm. I am more emotionally tied into the rebels characters like, um, Harrison Dula and Sabine Wren and, um, Ezra, the hmm. space Jesus. I was just like. I already have something going into this where I'm just like emotionally tied into them. Mm. Whereas Mandalorian, I've only had the three seasons where I'm just kind of like, Oh yeah. And, mm. and even then I'm not really attached to Jin Jaren. I'm just like, Oh, I he's am. a cool gunslinger guy. He's a mm. Clint Eastwood type, you know, like you don't care what happens to him. I do, but I'm not, I'm not excited. I'm not like, Ooh, oh, I like the, this guy. The huh. only, the only thing that I would like, the only thing that I, I, that the, the bee in my bonnet mm -hmm. is season one and two of Mandalorian. They exist mostly within themselves. Mm -hmm. There are some plot threads that can be continued, but there is a closure of story and character, like a complete arc. With um, Ahsoka, it felt like a pre-show for a show. Oh, or I mean, another movie. Hmm. Sure. I mean, yeah, I could see that. But there's and that's the that's like the the delicate balance of sequential storytelling, especially mm. serialized, right? Like you're either constantly kicking the the climax further or like the big climax further down the road or you have to figure out ways to create entry points and off-ramps. There was no off-ramp for this one season. It was mm. just like a preseason for a movie they've already announced mm. and another thing that they've already announced. It's like they're just building big, which is yeah. something that I, a lot of people complain about with the MCU, and I kind of get it. Like, am I enjoying the journey? Mostly. Yeah. Do I want some sort of closure in my storytelling? Absolutely. And I mm. haven't gotten it yet. I. I know that Thrawn is a big bad guy. Mm -hmm. Other than just everyone keep telling me he's a big bad right, guy, yeah. there's nothing fucking special about him. He's just a really good strategist. It's basically yeah. his superpower. But, and he has like the manner of a guy who's really good at strategy. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I got it. I yeah. bought it because everyone kept telling me, but there was nothing that mm -hmm. happened in this episode that, or in this season it's since like he's a, been introduced. Like a, like a, Big strategic win over Show, somebody. Don't tell. Or, he was just one of those things where react. you're like, "Oh mm. man, what a great plan that was!" Mm -hmm. Oh, he really, mm. yeah. I, well, I'll tell you what, what though. I see what you mean. What yeah. he does do, which is not that, uh, and that would have been really cool, but he makes moves. It's and chess. explains that he is doing this yeah. in a very master strategist kind of way. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay, they got my pawn. Yeah, he's like, oh no, I want it. I want this person to go here and. Yeah. That will be exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, and yeah. then that's it. And Fair. like, I buy into the strategy, but yes, I would like to see him 
do I, something badass yeah, at yeah, some you're, point. They're building yeah. the, and I and anybody that wants to respond to me with, well, you see, in the three other novels and the legends, he did it has to be contained within where it's being told. Yeah. In order for it to be emotionally effective in the moment, yeah. So some, I think, yeah, I think some big plan that came to fruition in the end here, where you're just like, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. What a what a cool plan. Hmm. And it was just like, I'm going to throw these characters at them, and they're going to sacrifice. And um, he just talks slow and yeah. doesn't care about his stormtroopers. I yeah. mean, that's fucking every bureaucrat in the empire. Yeah. So hmm. I need I need more. To make me really, why is the entire galaxy scared of this guy? Yeah, and that was not in this show at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, I I think, uh, to your point of it not having closure because of the announcement of the movie and the other shows, mm -hmm. I'm all right with that because I'm like, oh, this is part one. Now, that being said, this could have used a little more of an ending at this mm. story, and I think. The final scenes are what they thought of as an ending that also leads into what's coming. Mm -hmm. um, but it it didn't have quite that impact of closure. Yeah. But I'm okay should, with should it. Should we spoil? Should we uh, well, do spoilers before we do? Yeah. Because I, um, I don't want this point to get lost if anybody gets away from the spoilers. Um, how many times have we talked about uh, like the last page reveal of something, and yeah. you're like, "Am I supposed to know what the hell that is?" Right. Yeah. Hmm. That's the entire last five minutes of this show. Oh, you thought uh, so? I had to look huh. up what the hell a mortis god was and what the brother and the sister are and like and what those mountain like all of that stuff that's like <gasps> a, a tweak or a reveal or a, like a wink wink has no context in this show whatsoever. I can't wait to do spoilers because I, I want you to explain everything you just said to yeah, me because I don't even cool. know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, I have a you need to So we'll I. go into it. I, I want to know. A general comment, if I could, yeah. before we get into yeah, spoilers. Yeah. Um, Is it just about like candy? Or? This, it's uh, about generals. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> so hard workers. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes to the good. And yeah. well, Thrawn's a general, Ooh. isn't he? <laughs> um. So anyway, I liked it a lot for it being some Jedi shit. Oh, I right? like me some Jedi shit. Yeah. Right? And that's something, the Mandalorian is cool. Andor is cool. But you've got some hints of the Force at most. Yeah. And there's no Jedi <laughs> shit. And, uh, yeah, from scene one where we see the the ship going through space, like, Im imposingly and very real, I'm like, oh, this is, this this is, is what Star I'm into. Wars. This is Star Wars, yeah. right? And the Jedi is the cool, uh, the Jedi are the coolest part of Star Wars. Right. For me, for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's the thing that sets it apart from, like, it is a rich universe other than the Jedi, and there are many unique things, but in terms of really setting it apart from other science fiction set in space. It's in more alien, fantasy than science fiction. Yeah, space fantasy, yeah. right? But um, it's the Jedi mm -hmm. that do that, right? Everything else can be found in some variation in other uh, space stories. There's you know? some people that go a step further than what you're saying and, and don't believe it's Star Wars unless there's mysticism. Oh. Uh, no, I think it's still in the same universe, but if it's not what you're looking for, I'm okay yeah, with that no, too. I'm not, I'm you not know, talking about yeah. preference. I'm talking about denying like, that it is, it not is Star, Wars. Star Wars. No, if it says Star Wars at the front and the people <laughs> that make Star Wars made it, yeah. then it's Star Wars. And um, so I really like that. You know, I like seeing... No, I don't mean that as a flippant answer. I mean, like, no, no, this yeah, is no, the no, case. Yeah, say it was. Um, yeah, I like seeing the Jedi, even mm -hmm. the, even the, in some cases, less gripping plot than Andor, mm -hmm. but it's got Jedi and 
story elements are a part of the story too, you know? Um, so I really liked that and I'm curious to see what happens with that. And I hope we see more of the Jedi shit in yeah. the upcoming stories. I do like me some Jedi shit. Yeah. All right. Spoiler alert. We're going to talk about the ending of Ahsoka's episode eight. Hey, wait a second. You had a question. Did I? That is really non-spoiler. Okay, great. Uh, do you, do you want to know what that question was that you had? Yeah. <laughs> it was the two lightsabers. Oh, yeah. Right? I did ask that question. And I don't know. What do you guys think? I think. Well, ask the question again. Yeah, ask the question again. Um, Why doesn't every Jedi have two lightsabers? I, I think every yeah. Jedi is ambidextrous. Oh, that um, makes sense. Or it's just not their chosen style, right? Like yeah. they might. There's probably pluses and minuses, right? Yeah. Like the plus is you have two lightsabers, and the minus yeah. is that you might cut you off know, your anything. You could. That's also a risk with regular lightsabers. Uh, so, one lightsaber. Also, I presume your your choice is also based on how and how and and how you choose to use the force. So there hmm. are so, like you wouldn't be able to. Force, force control yeah. or move or something maybe with another hilt in your hand so they yeah. would, that would be their secondary uh, weapon yeah there's probably some jedi that you know use that's a big world they probably have some jedi that have used blasters and uh, yeah. a lightsaber well we got sabine red blasting yeah. it up and lightsaber up. Up. did luke ever and use a blaster my... after he had his lightsaber yeah. oh sure sure yeah, yeah. there you go yeah because um, he was pretty shitty with it for a long time yeah uh, that's a good mm -hmm. point um one of the other things i liked about this show was when we find ezra and it's time for the shit to go down um and he's just like Nah, I'm good. I don't need a lightsaber. You, you keep yours. Yes. He's and like, then, I got the force. And yeah. then he immediately like, makes one. This guy's yeah. bad at which, yeah. <laughs> but um, I, I think also you might be able to train in certain ways that are just better with one. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're good at. Uh, I put it to you thusly. Two swords exist, right? Yeah. <laughs> swords, you could have more than one. That's true. But that's not how they are often portrayed. People just use one sword. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. If you could give a lightsaber to any other character mm -hmm. in fiction. Oh. Doctor Doom. That's Dr. fucked up. Doom? You say it's fucked up? Yeah, man. He's a bad guy. <laughs> He's misunderstood. All right. Well, he oh. does think that. Okay, John Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who would you give? Snoopy. Jesus Christ. Snoopy. And, and what no. is your reasoning You know what? This? I want to see Snoopy with a lightsaber? That's pretty man. good. Reason. He would be major badass. Hobbs, mm. but the actual Hobbs, the not stuffed. not the yeah, just like the, the stuffed, stuffed animal Hobbs, just the stuffed yeah. out, Interesting. sitting there with a lightsaber at mm -hmm. it. Ah, quick side note. Yeah, did you guys know that Bill Watterson came out with a new book? Yes, I announced it on this yes. show. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, yeah. We I have it in the shop. Do you really? I do. Ooh. Yeah. Cool. Cool. The mysteries. Is that what it's called? I thought I started with a no. I don't. I don't know. I Shoot. forgot. But yeah, Bill Watterson of Calvin and Hobbes created a new book. So uh, Spooky. What's your answer to the lightsaber fictional character question? You want to see I said Dr. Doom. You oh, you did. I'm sorry. I totally forgot about your initial answer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take it seriously, too. You know who would be cool with a lightsaber? Data from Star Trek. Pretty badass, I think. Oh, no, he doesn't, can't use the Force. <laughs> yeah, it'd be a waste. I mean, he'd still be so pretty wait, good with every that. person you, we give it to has to be able to uh, tap into the Force? Well, well they, I would think that's the, you then know. It, then it would be a waste for Hobbs. Um, mm -hmm. Must yeah. be organic. I mean, who's really uh, cool with a sword? Voltron? Oh, Voltron. Be pretty cool. Like if it's a Voltron-sized lightsaber. Wait, Godzilla. Can, oh, he's can, another robot. <laughs> can droids not tap into the Force? What if they're artificially intelligent? I think they should be able to. In fact, I think the treatment of droids in the Star Wars universe is 
pretty pumped up too. Yeah. Um, and I think it would be really cool if they revealed that a droid could use the Force and uh, is tied into the power that binds and connects all things. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's ever been shown, has it? Why do yeah, I, I feel like so. that is a question that is asked in the Dark Droids series that's going on right now in Star Wars comic books? Didn't read it. Don't I don't know it. why you feel that way. That's a good question. I mean, we know that cyborgs um, can. So the things that you well, were looking up at the end of Ahsoka. Looking up. Uh, what were you talking about? Spoilers. Okay. We're getting into spoilers. spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Balin, you see him on a cliff. cliff. A big hand. Right? Those statues are Mortis gods, I believe it's called. Oh, mm. I did not know that. Which are the. The mysteries, it's called. Oh, uh, very cool. Which are the. um. Purveyors, controllers, or whatever of the world between worlds. Oh, oh that okay. world has purveyors. And it's, it's, I guess so. Man, this is like right. deep fucking lore in a yeah, cartoon yeah. from 10 years ago. I mm. don't know. All right. And that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I didn't even think to look it up. I was like, oh, there's some big statues there. The, I wonder what that's going to be all about. I mean, I you know? kind of looked it up after the entire episode where she's in a no space with Anakin. Yeah. And it's like, oh. well, maybe I should. They're clearly referencing very specific hmm. things. Maybe I'll look it up. Oh, so you knew going into this episode already what a I knew, I knew God was. Well, is that like, what it is? I didn't really look it up at the point, but I did see somebody was just like, and Anakin now is the Mortis God. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Hmm. So I did look it up. I gotcha. And I still don't really know what that is. Um, other to be than fair, it sounds there are like three you're and like like light and dark and well, I mean, they're introducing it and they're introducing hmm. it in the most opaque ways. I was intrigued though. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, didn't know I wonder what those meant, giant. I was like, oh, yeah, like I want to find that out. I'm going to find that out yeah. later. Yeah. yeah, the statues, and then I guess the owl means something too that she sees. It did seem like and a meaningful I, owl. It seemed yeah. like a meaningful owl. Yeah. It's, it, Len, it, there's meaningful owls in this. You should watch it. Ooh, is that the owl from uh, the Land of Oz? Oh, he didn't identify himself. Robert Monroe Jr. is in the chat. First of all, saying, I pre-ordered Water since the mysteries and it should arrive on Tuesday. He then continues, Worf with a lightsaber would be interesting. Yes, absolutely. See, Worf would I think he'd be too proud to use one. Yeah. Well, he uses I would actually like to see Jordy. Jordy? Jordy with a lightsaber. He would be the more sort of cerebral force wielder. We would all have fun oh, watching Len. Riker deal with a, a lightsaber, though. No, 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 no. Because he yeah. was just using it as a one force instrument. Let me Len's just, off in his own. Let me just. He's in the world between worlds, horror. thinking about a horror. Mirror, mirror, your horror with a lightsaber. I mean, Spock would be pretty good too if we're Why going. Why mirror, mirror horror? What color is the lightsaber, Len? Because he's naughtier. Len, what color is the lightsaber? She have a goatee. It would be purple. Purple, interesting. If anyone, if any woman could rock a goatee, it would be your horror. <laughs> Um, what'd you guys think about the zombie troopers? I thought they should probably have left them more quickly. They were like, oh, they're getting back up. They're continuing to fight us. Let's keep fighting them, even yeah, though yeah. It stopped, they were, it's not working. They were yeah. just as ineffectual as normal troopers. Yeah, they, they just try. kept coming. Yeah. And, and actually, and one of them almost, one of them started this. hamming up, um, Sabine. Okay. And, and, uh, Ezra. Yeah, if, that's if I true. They were both, they were both down in, uh, yeah. In the ham. Yeah. yeah, in the hand in the ham. Yeah, they were down in the ham. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I I thought that that fight was kind of fun, and I was kind of I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like undead stormtroopers. That's kind of fun. I like uh, that a lot. Uh, and we got to see Sabine finally use the force. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Pretty well. Yeah. 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 She was real. She was real handsy with it. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I, I think I think this honestly. I think the show had very high highs and real mid mids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It it was better than low lows. It was true. Yeah, no, never at any point did it become like I don't want to watch this anymore. Yeah, but nonsense. there were a couple times when it was just like oh, I'll catch up on it later. I guess mm-hmm. yeah. like it. There was no. I I struggled to find the immediacy to experience sure. this show. Like I have other appointment television hmm. shows and streaming or not. So yeah, My yeah. CTV. It's just it's it was for me it was like a, a really solid B minus. Oh hmm. yeah, all right. Oh, not that's pretty good. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I did that's not cool. I did yeah. not dislike it. And I feel like uh, uh like if it was if it was purely mediocre, then I'd be I, I would probably have a lot more negative things to say. And it wasn't like bad. It was just like okay and yeah. Okay, and and there's gonna be a point when I don't want to ask okay and anymore, and I'll just stop. Yeah. But you haven't reached there yet, so you would be you're well, all yeah, in on, I'll, an, on I'll, another season. I'll check season. it out. Yeah, I like I was trying earlier to compare it to like episode season one or two of Mandalorian. They had full story arcs, yes. and they mm-hmm. ended in a way where each ep- each season ended in a way where it's like, oh, if, if this is the real end, then hmm. I'm emotionally satisfied. These newer shows aren't doing that. You know what? Um, <laughs> Your points about shows um, coming to um, an ending in each some season. Sort of ending, yeah. yeah. I think for some, with Star Wars in my brain, the reason I don't have quite that much trouble with it is because I've, th- it's, they've always been called episodes. And mm-hmm. so it's always something else happening in a, in a further episode, blah, 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 blah. And so it's very episodic, obviously. And so I'm just, my brain is trained, whether it be a movie or a TV show, I'm just kind of okay with the, Hmm. And then, okay, that happened. You mean like because the second one in the original series even yeah, was but even not... Uh, kind of ends kind of like this one, mm. like this so, season does, you mm. know? I I accept but also slightly reject that premise because even within episodic storytelling, still you should have three acts and some sort of sense of closure to recycle that uh, emotion. A really good comic book is a good example. Usually a single-issue comic book is mostly first and second act, but they still will do like a cliffhanger or some sort of closure yeah. to either hook you for the next one and make you feel like you didn't waste your time. It's a lot of rising action yeah. and then a cliff. With a TV show, like a procedural, mm-hmm. you'll have like the the murder, the investigation, the who done it, and then maybe there's a couple of emotional beats between the characters that will progress you to the next piece, but there yeah. still is a full yeah. story within even though it's episodic and sequential. Mm. So there should always still at least feel, there should be that feeling or that sense of reward that you've gone and completed a journey, even if there's dangling plot threads. Well, I think they probably uh, meant that as Ezra Bridger getting home. Yeah. Right. And which, which he does while walking off of a shuttle in full stormtrooper armor, uh, despite being able to take his helmet off at any time. Like, why would you walk out of the ship like that? Yeah, that's a good point. But uh, just but take he the did. helmet off, yeah. Right, like is, is, <laughs> take is, off the whole costume. Right, the, just walk out of the ship, yeah, not dressed as a stormtrooper. Yeah. He didn't have to fly dressed like a stormtrooper. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Also, <laughs> God too, damn it. Also, too, is there a <laughs> oh, what's what's the relationship between Ezra and Hera? Uh, she is like not his mom, but kind of like his mom. Okay. Um, he, you know, he joined the Rebels crew when he was, I would say, thirteen, and she, she and um. Uh, her uh, husband, or Kanan. not husband, but yeah. Kanan. Kanan. Her baby daddy. We're kind of like surrogate parents to him. Hmm. So yeah, him, them finding each other at the end, I even got like, yeah. Hmm. 
not in this show. I didn't know what their relationship was. Just a no. you, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, I, w- I was still. But with the context I there. just gave you, that I knew huh. I was. No, yeah. no, I, I get it. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just like if that was going to be the emotional hook of the hmm. entire season to kind of keep you hmm. invested, hmm. maybe apply a touch more context because there was opportunities. Yeah. She was telling her son yeah. a story earlier in the season yeah. and she did not yeah. really talk about her yeah. relationship with Ezra. Just like, Oh, like that story that you told about Ezra. Mm. Yep. Yeah. And then it ends like they don't seed these things that you're supposed to hang on to. Right. They just expect you to have done all the homework. And I the, think that that's a little, well, yeah, the silly. thing that you said when we talked about the first episode still holds true is that this is, Rebels season five, five, or whatever. It is another season of Rebels, as if you had watched all the other animated seasons of Rebels. They do not do any work to catch you up. You are one hundred percent correct. I, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I also think it's an incredibly limited thing, and especially since not- this is probably one of their most anticipated shows. Yeah. Everyone was really excited about, as far as I knew, was very excited about the Ahsoka show, and I feel like if all they know her from is the other TV shows, the live actions, then yeah, they're missing all the context that the animated shows But even, even the context that was introduced in just those one-off two appearances felt more holistic and organic yeah. than her entire television yeah. show. Well, I think you're very right that they could easily and should have mentioned Hera's relationship to Ezra. Mm. I get the sense that she cares about him and they were part of this group that yeah. I don't really know what... We- the dynamics we're, of that group we're were well versed. We're huh. well versed in how Ish. entertainment's supposed to work. Yeah. So I think sometimes we take shortcuts and oh, they must mean something to each other. Yeah. But I don't think that yeah. that's necessarily should be a crutch for the whole show. Well, no, I right? mean they could have like, intensified do the work. that exactly a lot, you know, yeah. and really easily, like you said, like just one thing in a couple of scenes where Hera's like, "You can't go after Ezra, but I would like it if you could." Because he's like a son to me from yeah. before. <laughs> For her to just <laughs> yeah. express how, what this means. Is, it's, it's, you know what, same thing with the the conversation two episodes ago between Mon Mothma and Hera. How real is this threat? Mm. Yeah. Let's just say, be prepared. Mm. No, 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 no. What the fuck <laughs> yeah. does that mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, prepared for what? <laughs> this is an opportunity for you to tell me how much bad would happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you skip it. Yeah. Because you're all acting obtuse or mm. too cool like That's so and I, funny and i'm like it's it's i'm enjoying this mm-hmm. but it's poor storytelling it's the it sounds like it's the star wars shows trying to have the cake of the star wars movie and eating it too maybe. because with the star wars movies you can maybe get away with that because it's because there'll gen- probably be movies or shows to explain it well, yeah, but, but but the general conceit is that everybody going in hmm. is, has watched the movies. Yeah. The, the yeah. shows are so spread apart, yeah. you know. People, well, especially being a completely different medium, yeah, and a lot of people a different skip audience, animated yeah. shows, and yeah. they came out a long time ago. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you're right. So yeah, um, uh, the I thought it was really cool when Ezra got his lightsaber though. That was cool. You know, that was awesome. Oh, that was a cute little thing. So I read uh, High Republic. Uh, uh, what was it called? Do you remember the the today? Shadows of the Starlight? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, Shadows of Starlight. And they actually mention so the High Republic took takes place about two hundred and fifty years before the saga mm. of Skywalker. Oh, the High Republic. Yeah, mm. I thought it was saying like High Republic. No, mm. and, and um, it was a big part of the comic and series, then, though. Um, hey, puppy. <laughs> so about two hundred fifty years before. Um, they used to make really ornate, beautiful, hmm. 
uh, golden lightsaber hilts. Hmm. Like everyone had their own hilt. Um, hmm. There were actually lightsaber like whips back then. Um, so they, they actually mess with the technology a little bit more than I'm used to in the current Star Wars um, era. Um, but they also explain how they go from being so ornate and gorgeous to kind of just, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Sci-fi. Blunt. Utilitarian. Yeah. U utilitarian. Yeah. Utilitarian like they are now, just like chunks of metal yeah. put together. What was it? Um, what was it? What was the reason? Well, I don't want to spoil it for you. All right. But they do later. talk about H Huang. Yeah. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Thank yeah. you. The Hu Yang, the bot who trains um, a lot of the um, like young, younglings. Old, yeah. 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 So even back then, during the High Republic, he was still around. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Which is kind of cool. It was just a cute little, I just like how these little things tie into each other. That's all. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you, speaking of tying in, the stuff at the end, um, we've talked about the Mortis Gods, but not like what happened. Like, I didn't expect Ahsoka and Sabine to stay there yeah. oh, at I, all. I used, oh, really? Oh, fuck yeah, man. They kept, like, they talked about um, getting home in time, getting home in time together. I'm like, you've said it so many times. Just rule of fiction is hmm. you're not going anywhere. Oh man, yeah. Like it was, hmm. yeah. But I, I'm glad that it wasn't all yeah. three of them. So like that balance, yeah. Yeah. totally cool with it. But yes, and just like for, I because of all the things that they announced. Yeah. Oh, there was I haven't no seen. other. Well, they they announced a movie when like, like two a while years ago. ago. Of, of what? Of, the uh, like Aloni, an Ahsoka movie. Favreau universe. Oh, I yeah, see. Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. stuff you know that this is all. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they yeah, announced yeah. a movie like two years ago. Yeah. I know. He has to get away. I know this has to happen. Like they, they well, see, they, I knew he had to get away, but I really thought that they were gonna like catch that hyperspeed bubble. If that's something you can do with hyperspeed, but uh, so I, I was really shocked. But I think now they're there on this planet that is of some import to the yep. force or whatever, right? Peridium. And whatever, what's his name? Balin Skull. Yeah. Oh, I'm unfortunately sad that he's passed away. Passed away. And we don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. I imagine they're going to recast him, but like I, I he was, I kind of really loved him. He in was the show. great. He, he was probably really the great. best part of the show. And I was so curious as to what his actual plan was. Hmm. And I also really liked um his uh his Padawan. Yeah. Oh, did you notice her lightsaber hilt no. looks very similar to Ezra Bridger's, which Hu Yang said was very similar to his master's. Right. Mm -hmm. Like he had it. So I wonder if that was intentional. That yeah. that that last piece that he puts on that's like a silvery hilt yeah, yeah. thing she holds it up and shows it and oh, it's the same or no it kidding. looks the same at yeah, that yeah. distance Interesting. so yeah i wonder if she like killed his master yeah. or something. oh no no oh, we, know we, we know how, how, he, how died. he died we know how he died oh maybe she just found his lightsaber yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and anakin i thought that that was great you know yeah. we're seeing him after the events i didn't know what that meant though nothing in which case what do you mean I mean, at the end at the end here where he's just oh, like, oh, yes, I'm on the planet here looking at you. It, it was just, just you know, watch like, Force so Coast style. The yeah, the yeah. the one is just uh, her her uh, master never truly left her. He's there. The, I still can't get over the fact that he murdered like 42 babies. Yeah. So like all of this like yeah. character reconstruction is, kind of bothers me a little yeah. bit. But he but found redemption it. in the Force, and he in their reality, found redemption in the Force. But that doesn't mean that he should be forgiven by the universe. <laughs> but I mean, maybe it does, right? Maybe maybe letting go and forgiveness is uh, of great importance, you know. And dozens in of their, children. Yeah, I mean, where do you draw by the line, hand. right? Is it a certain number, or right? Like there is I mean, value like in fiction-wise moving past. You know, there is value in moving past, and uh, yes. Also, in their reality, 
uh, there is known existence after death. He himself has died in that existence. Mm -hmm. So maybe those babies continue to exist as well. So, all right. Yeah. I don't know the answer to this, but I'm curious if anyone else has any ideas. At the end of Return of the Jedi, we see an older Anakin ghost, right? Not anymore. Yeah, oh, they changed they, it. They re yeah. So it's always like this young Anakin? Yeah. I mean, I, I would assume that they could look like whatever anyway yeah, but yeah. yeah they they in the special edition mm -hmm. it's him well I'm, I'm not quite sure how the world between worlds works so I, I wasn't quite sure dave filoni will never explain it okay cool he's yeah, actually literally said that he'll never explain it it's not it's a mcguffin it's not well, time travel and it's not and you owe it it's something the only thing he was like it's not time travel and the only door you can enter and and leave from is the one that you came in hmm. so i mean i assumed like, that it was some sort of hmm. nexus reality basically where they, yeah but it's yeah, it's yeah. like for so like, in my head that anakin could have just been somebody like a version of him that exists only in there I, and isn't quite but the context of everything he knew is not I, right anakin. because he's uh fully aware of his all of the time yeah. that, uh, after he looked like that mm -hmm. in that instance i came out on the side that i think it's a force ghost mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and uh, even though he didn't have the shimmery blue stuff, but then seeing him at the end of this episode with that. Yeah. And I wonder if he will appear more on this I think highly forced importance. I do importance. like seeing so the actor. I, I do too. Yeah. They set it up in five different ways during this show. The fact that mm -hmm. like he made 20 of those recordings for me. Like, he's back. Oh, I mean, yeah. Force uh, Ghost style. Like, also I'm going to give you some knowledge. Also to him being in that space between worlds or whatever. Why are you shaking your head? He's so unengaged. Um, in that space between worlds. He is like a caretaker, hmm. not, I'm just here for the day. Oh, he's there all that's, the time? I got the impression that that's his uh, home. Oh. That's where he is being. Maybe maybe uh. it's a punishment. Maybe it's a commitment or yeah. whatever, but he be there. Oh, I thought he was just he there had, to see us. Okay. He had autonomy and control of the things that were happening to her. Huh. That was yeah. his house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's a possibility. Narratively, that was his house. He was the I owner. Didn't get that, but yeah, the way that the scene was constructed, he was the owner and the driver of things that happened to her. Mm. So he owned that. You don't think any force goes could do that in the world between worlds? I don't know if they could. I but don't know either. In the context of the show, that was his space, and he was hmm. teaching her in it. He was oh, controlling sure. it. Yeah. What so, I thought yeah. was neat, and I, I had seen this on a behind the scenes thing, was you know she's walking on a path that goes on behind her and spirals around in different uh. different places, whereas his ends. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, that's and so that's when he's when he's fighting each when they're fighting each other, and he winds up slicing through the thing that they're standing on. Hmm. I was actually at the dead end hmm. of his life, hmm. so he slices that. Short and then that's yeah. when she falls. It's that's just cool. kind of like it's a nice a, little touch. Yeah, it's a nice little. It's touch. like an in between thing. But him being a force ghost, I, I just, I mean, it, it felt to me that's his home. That's where he does his work and has to keep control mm. or care of whatever that thing is. Gotcha. But you know, he also pops out and like mm. sees how she's doing. Oh, he's, gotcha. one with, he's one with all things. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. But we have seen that in the Rebels cartoon previously. We've been in that space. world between yeah. worlds. Between uh, worlds. World between worlds, I think so. Yeah. The him, I don't. I I think I do want them to keep using him. Yeah. But I would really love there to be some sort of conversation about the terrible things he did and yeah. where he is headspace wise sure. to either yeah. redeem or, or recompense for it yeah, or yeah, yeah. some sort of commitment because it's not just like I'm responsible for blah blah blah. They explicitly show him about to murder children and the fear in the children's faces. Yeah. 
Well, it's not any different because we see it. Like his action is the same regardless. I mean, the the director, the camera is God's eye. They showed us the fear in the child's face and the hillbilly. They wanted you to not be okay with it. And I don't think that we should ever be okay with it. No, I am. No. I mean, that's fine. You can think that. But but the the continuation of his character, I don't think it should stop. I'm just saying I think that it's something that narratively they should address. Well, how long has it been? Right, like twenty-ish years. Thirty yeah. is that what 30, it is? I guess, yeah, thirty-ish. Thirty-ish. Okay, so twenty-five. I'm not quite sure when he died compared to about thirty years until he died, right? And then there's the time between him dying and then. Oh, this now. is maybe only five years after. His death. Is it? Okay. This is like five years. Yeah. I okay. always, I always lose track of the yeah, actual like, numbers. They're, they're somewhere in like the five to eight hmm. years Thank after you. the Battle of Yavin. I mean, right. I would assume he's uh, contrite. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he has. By embracing the light side sure. of the force, he Show has. Me. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah. yeah, make it a part of the story because I think that's rich with story. Sure, yeah. not yeah, just. Yeah. Eh, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yada yada yada. I have a question. Baby murder, too. yada yada. Why can't he fly? Right, he could. He could stop that ship in Obi Wan. They can force jump. Why can't he just carry himself around with the force? Why doesn't? Why not? And there are people who do that in the High Republic. Avar Chris mm. is one of the head Jedi mm-hmm. uh, at Starlight Beacon, and she's able to just like kind of hover and do whatever. You know, makes sense. But we she should, doesn't fly like Superman. We no, should, but move. We around. should move on. We should probably move on. Yeah. So I, on I, I enjoyed got, Ahsoka. Yeah. I, I'm excited for more Ahsoka. Um, I don't know when it's coming, but I'm sure it is. Uh, they haven't announced shit. I don't know. Um, another, like we said earlier at the top of the show. Gen V dropped on Amazon Prime, which is a tie-in show to The Boys. Now, Dylan, in the booth, you had asked me a question about it. What there was an animated show? What was that called? Oh, was it just The Boys oh, cartoon um, animated series? Oh, like the interstitial season of yeah. one-off stories. Only yeah. one of those episodes mattered. Which one was apparently? It? It's the Homelander one. Him and Black Noir had like a early adventure that like. Plot-wise was canon, hmm. but everything else was just like. Trying to remember if a, I watched it. You watched pieces of it, not yeah. much though. Simon okay. Pegg did something with it, right? I think he did a voice or something. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, Len. Yes. I've I've been missing talking to you. Um, I've been did, right here. Are you are you a fan <laughs> of the boys? Yes, I am. I am are you also a fan of Gen V? I have seen one episode of it. Yes, I have. Great. Uh, that, that did not answer, answer my question. question. <laughs> are you a fan of that episode? How did you like episode one Almost of pointedly. Gen V now available on Amazon, Amazon Prime, Prime Amazon video? Prime. I liked it. I liked it. It was cool. It just to me, honestly, it was like, oh yeah, the boys. Yeah, yeah. more of the boy. I like huh. the boys. Here is more of the boys. It definitely like felt college age. Back in that world, um, I think it's it again is having an interesting conversation about superheroes, about superpowers and how you deal with them, how you cope with them, Mm -hmm. what they, um, they do to you in real life, what they do to you. Um, so I think that that was interesting. Um, it was again, another diverse cast without it being hit over your head about it, you know? Um, Oh yeah. And, uh, it definitely didn't hit you over your head. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, but 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 it was there. It was there yeah. up front, you know. Yeah. Um, so it was it was it was fun. Like I said, it 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 made me. I have to say that it did. It must have worked on me because there were definitely moments in there. And I know we're not spoiling it yet. There were moments in there where it actually got me like feeling like a little tense. Like, oh man, what's going to happen? Mm. Uh, there was a there was a, a scene in there where I was just like, I actually went, oh shit. Like I was surprised oh, by the thing yeah. that happened. Yeah, was, was it right at the beginning? No. Oh, in the middle. Oh. No, even though one, the one the at the beginning was pretty. Yeah, 
That was, I said, oh shit, or something actually, to that effect. I knew that was coming. I knew that we were going to have an X-Men style. Someone's yeah. coming into their powers and oh, this family's well, I doomed. I knew that, but I didn't know it was going to be. Uh, Quite so, I mean, that's yeah. the That's the, so that's my only real gripe with the show. It's just that the boys sometimes gets it. Or gets it's a nihil, it's nihilistic, and I don't appreciate spending that much time there. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. It's yeah. like um, I I really enjoy the show, but there's something about the comic is you start to expect awful so much that you're just waiting for awful to happen, and it just becomes a nihilistic experience as opposed to shock or hmm. awe or, hmm. or and it's just like I yeah I was just like well. Were How is this person going to get murdered? Comic? Did you mean the show, or were you specifically? But well, both. The the, that's what because that's the comic what, is definitely. There. That's what uh, knocks me off the I comic early. It. Same. And after three seasons, and now this, I'm like, okay, I get it. Everyone is gonna get destroyed. Great. Like, I, I, I guess I, I don't want it to be nihilistic. And there was a couple parts in this episode specifically where it was like. What's the most terrible fucking way we can do this? And what's the most terrible fucking way they could die? And let's just wait for it. Like it, it was like just anticipating nihilism. And I was like, I don't really want to be in that headspace for that long. I got I get that, but I but I did think that this episode, um, because of its setting, because it's primarily set in the college. Yeah. So it's dealing with younger people that are that are in the The second half I liked a lot more than the first half. It was like the getting there that was just it was yeah, uncomfortable. The, I didn't the, enjoy the, it. Well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess mm. the, the lead character getting to college, you do get the sense of foreboding, like, oh, God, what's going to yeah. happen? Plus, you're like, kind of wondering what is this the makeup of this show right, going to be, right. right? Like, which one of the people that we're being introduced to now are going to be regular characters? And it turns out yeah. none of them. Like, it's just an intro, yeah. probably. Um, and, like, does it take place here? I hadn't really seen any trailers, so I'm like, getting the the picture of the show and, yeah. and that influences a lot of like, is this going to be a show that I'm into or not? Uh, Eddie's in the chat saying, Hey, howdy y'all. Have you seen Saw X yet? Speaking of gory, huh. gory AF, he says, uh, I'm very excited to watch it. I've heard really good things about it. You suggested Eddie? to watch it for this uh, week and yeah. I uh, more or less refused yep. to yep. do so. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> the thing I like about this show more, a little bit more than, um, the boys. the boys even is the boys is bastards fighting bastards hmm. with like maybe some hints of like they're okay here and there. <laughs> I like this one a little bit better so far because I feel more emotionally tied to some of these um, kids, these yeah. like the college age kids, because they haven't, they're not bastards yet. Right. They may be on their way to being bastards, but like they still, um, hmm. of course there's a whole, the whole element of like, Everything is for clicks and and mm -hmm. YouTube and all yep. that other stuff, but that that still doesn't make them evil. Just makes them you know some college age kids. Sometimes I get flash like negative flashbacks from the comic when it seems like they'll do something on the show just to do it. Mm. And I'm uh, not the boys sure. or this show both. I felt that oh, way okay. about yeah, the yeah, dick. Yeah, yeah. From both. The 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 urethra exploding in the boys. Yeah. Mm. The you know what the shock of that actually almost mostly worked mm. for me though because. Yeah. Um, you knew it was going to go terribly wrong. You just didn't know no, how. Whereas, and that is up there we, in the ways we, that it could. Are we, spo are we, spo <laughs> are we spoiling yet? Um, yeah, well, um, we're going to spoil Gen V. Why not? Three episodes have been out for a, while, a couple days. The Her discovering of her powers, I was just waiting for awful yeah. the whole time. Hmm. Yeah. But then the rest of the show almost 
proved that that wasn't necessary as a cold open, right? So like you knew something tragic, you knew she was stuck here, she has a picture of her family. Like it just feels like, not that they don't need to do it, but maybe that would serve better as later on showing after learning who this person is as opposed to just like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes they bludgeon us with shock and awe instead of just trust us to like go on the journey. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I, Same with the sex scene in this episode. I haven't watched I, the third episode yet. I'm well, we're we're talking about the first. first. I've only oh, seen oh, the first. We're only talking, talking about, about the with the, the Yeah, where are we all at? Are you guys? Cricket. Little Cricket. Little Cricket. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say, but I I'm watched I'm all three. First, yeah. You watched oh, okay. the first. Yeah, okay, but I've okay. watched the first two. For hmm. sake of this, let's stay with the first. Sure. Right. Okay, great. Stay with the first episode. I, I liked it a lot. I just was like, eh. I, 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 I got the idea of the, the cold open, more or less. You, you got to go there. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're introducing yourself back into the world. Mm-hmm. You're taking a... An, an experience that is a very traumatic experience for Fuck yeah, it is. for for women, um, and you are ratcheting it up mm-hmm. ten thousand times. Mm-hmm. And um, it it was. I also think it's kind of a neat power. It's it's an mm. interesting. Power. It's a bloodbender. It's a definitely mm. a, a inch, uh, interesting power, and yeah. the way that she has to learn to manipulate it and work yeah. with it. It's 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 kind of it's kind of cool. There's mm. also a lot of levels there regarding self harm. Well, like, oh, yes, yeah. which she smartly basi- gave a, uh, a uh, warning about, I actually. But, mm-hmm. like, uh, the last act of the ep- first episode, she literally does cut herself for control and then feels better. I'm like, oh, you're, you're literally your power is that you're, you cut to feel yeah. <laughs> and gain control. Mm-hmm. Like, that is rife with story possibilities. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of really smart, really good things in this show. I just, when it starts... When it when it falls back onto the boys of it all, I almost like it less. I hear you on that, but, but in that, it one has to stay on brand, you know. Yeah, I mean because that is what got. I mean, let's face it, that's what but got I, the boys made. But I also think that that's almost sometimes it's a problem with the boys. Like all of these people are awful. I'm take. I, I don't know if I want to spend this much time with awful fucking people. Yeah. Well, that's why. Like watching the Homelander kill someone over and over and over and over again for smaller and smaller reasons. It's just like, but okay, that's, but that's I'm torturing why I, myself. That's yeah. why I yeah. think, mm-hmm. and I don't think they, I don't think they have announced it, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't announce that this upcoming season of The Boys is most likely to be the final season. I love mm. endings. Yeah. And, Let's go. And, but Let's stop. But. Uh, <laughs> getting, but getting Gen V out there allows them to stay in the universe, yeah. mm-hmm. but present now perhaps a more balanced, uh, a more balanced, mm-hmm. nuance. I wonder, I, I wonder uh, what the future of this show will be if the boys ends yeah. in the next season or two. I mean, hey, Fear of the Walking Dead stayed after the Walking Dead. Yeah, I can't believe I there's a new. Isn't that's there's a, a new Daryl Dixon show? There's two new shows. There's three new shows. Uh, Jesus. Oh, fuck. Who's I watching? Anyway. So many people. Uh, so I started watching oh, yeah, this Brian's show. Here. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> um, and Welcome uh, to the show. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, what follows will be my 25-minute oh, no! <laughs> talk about. Uh, so I started watching this show. Um, I had, I don't think I'd seen any of a trailer. I thought it like looked all right. I have not seen the show, The Boys. 
Um, Gordon, I was just about you've to never ask seen you, the boys? Have you seen I've never the seen boys? the boys. Oh, that's I, neat. Okay, I read, great. Um, yeah, uh, I read like one issue of the comic a long time ago, and I was like, it's ten nope, times nuts better to than this the comic. Shit. Ten that's what I've heard. Than the comic. Yeah. And what I've heard is that it's like the same events as the comic, but the perspective on them is very different. There's, there's, um, there's yeah. actual character development and pathos oh, within cool. those events. Okay. And I'm a Garth Ennis fan. I was so excited for the boys after Preacher, and I was like, what is this horse shit? Yeah. It's so edgelord. Mm. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm not opposed to watching the boys, but I. But I never have, and it's not my main kind of cup Your of vibes. tea. Yeah, and although it is still superpower stuff, and I can get into it, but I. I also uh, am not of the opinion that this is definitely what would happen in the real world. You know yeah, the yeah. that perspective on like. This is what it would be like if real people got powers. Everything yeah. would suck, and there would be significant drawbacks to every power. Yeah. Um, that's a possibility, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, but it's, a possibility. it's also a possibility that it like that's not necessarily the real world right. of superpowers, right? Yeah, sure. um, so, and then this show started, and uh, the way that she got her powers manifested, her parents were killed in uh, traumatizing and grotesque, you know, horrifying fashion, and I was like. Oh, it's going to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's going to be one of these, like, what if it all was like this <laughs> kind yeah. of shows? Like, what if the worst thing you could imagine happened, right? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't think I was going to like the show. And I really liked the show, ah. right? I was really into it. As it progressed, um, they are not all assholes, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And the most of them aren't. There's something going on, which is not uncommon in a superhero show, yeah. uh, especially one set at a school. Um, so, although I was like, oh, Clancy Brown's in the show. Like, oh, oh yeah. No, Clancy Brown's not in the show. Oh, no. <laughs> right. Bye, Clancy Brown. Yeah. Um, and I was disappointed that that, that guy died, mm -hmm. the, that killer, because I was like, oh, Golden he was, boy. Yeah, he was like a cool and layered character. When they say he's going off to join the Seven, I'm like, well, something's getting in the way of that. Yeah, or of course. Or yeah. he'll join the Seven, but he'll still be in the story and so much, you know, that kind of thing. But, uh, nope. Um... Not so much. Mm. Not in the present time, anyway. I don't think it's spoiling anything to say you see a couple flashbacks. But uh, he was really interesting. But so is everybody else, right? The main character is there. Who looks like the main character probably yeah. is interesting. The Marie woman that we start Moreau. with. Yes. Both from um, Sabrina. Mm -hmm. Is that Sabrina right? The teen yeah, the, yeah. the haunt chilling tales of Sabrina. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's um, cool. He's the uh, cousin. I think so. I thought and then he looked she's, familiar. She's the best friend with the glasses. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. And now yeah. she has powers over her. Sushan, don't. Yeah. Sushan's the one who told me. I was like, oh okay. my god, you're right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they as their relationships build, uh, it's really great. Uh, they're all very, um, uh, deep characters already. You know, or, man, deep is not the right word. Yeah. Layered is better. There's, and, there's at and least two layers. Covering, yeah. And that's layered. Yeah. Maybe even one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but um yeah it, they're interesting characters and their interplay with each other is interesting uh yeah. jordan is very cool people are not as they initially appear you know mm. um in surprising ways and uh uh balanced ways right like there's a character that does something in a in a later episode that it's like ah oh, that's that's shitty and it's mm. like oh well they didn't realize that it was shitty probably yeah but they're also kind of you know yeah. they, you know it goes back and forth a not little too bit. worried about it yeah, yeah and so i i am really liking it it's a a cool story that does not go the way that i initially thought yeah. it was going to go and i watched all three straight in a row 
I was thinking kind of like the way Buffy was set up to be um, sort of a dissertation on high school and puberty mm. and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, this felt similar to that in that uh, each of the characters, or at least most of the characters, are dealing with something real world. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the trials and tribulations of being that age, of going to college and having to deal with a certain um, trait. Mm. Yeah. yeah. All of their powers are obviously allegories for... Allegories personality traits or traumas. Yeah. But, um, uh, does anybody ever have problems thinking about like the compound V of it all? Oh, like, I was like, does, why are these people this, pissed that their parents does, gave them superpowers? When, <laughs> like, why would that cause? Cause you injected a baby yeah. with yeah. an unknown and, and the baby could have died. Yeah. I'm not saying I it. would do this to a baby, but if I were the baby grown yeah. up and I was like, Oh, I have superpowers. Yeah. This is awesome. I guess it depends on if my blood explodes my parents or not. So I, there's yeah, I guess some... it depends. Yeah. <laughs> but that she is not exactly what I'm talking about. I know. Because they were I'm they joking. were saying that like once that came out, mm -hmm. they just assumed it would be a problem and like they had very few suicides because of it. And yeah. now not all powers are so great, mm -hmm. right? The well, you haven't seen her yet, but it's not that great. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh I, I yeah. like it's it every like uh I think like Oh, that sucks for them. Like, oh, well, their parents fucking submitted them to potentially yeah. a life of awful. Yeah. It's just for a, money. Yeah, for money. Yeah. yeah. Not because, like, altruistically, I want this baby like they, to be to a have hero. Superpowers. Like, no, they pay huh. me to make my child a guinea pig. Yeah. Huh. It's weird. I didn't know that. Is that mentioned? Is this mentioned in the boys? It's in boys. That's yeah. a, that, this the is boys. the carry oh, okay. through from the boys. See, yeah. all I know about it is that there was an option to have a. Serum injected that could give your kid superpowers. Yeah. I didn't know they got. No, I think money we find this it. out in the second or third season of the boys, or is I think it's the second season. We yeah. find it out in the second season. It becomes public information in the third. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Everyone thought the superpowers were just superpowers, and then they find out, oh, it's right, all right. from this corporation. That's when they're like, it's not some gift from God. It's this thing. It's like, well, who cares how you got it? Yeah, <laughs> you still have superpowers. This is great, right? Yeah, assuming they're great. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I mean that's terrible. Um, they don't seem to deal with it as much as I kind of thought they would. Yeah, they were like, "Oh my God!" Now everyone knows, and now everyone seems kind of cool with it mm. in the next show, you know. Yeah. But maybe that's something that's going to be coming up in. And maybe I don't know season four of Boys. Whenever that. Well, happens. we've got yeah. some parent stuff going on with um, I forget his name. The A Train's dad. Yeah, or A Train's son. Which one is? A Which one is A Train? I don't know. A Train is the super speed guy from the seventh. And then so there's he this guy's is brother. the guy that was mentioned in the beginning. That is yes. the same guy. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I wasn't sure. He seemed to say that his son had the same powers that he did, and I was like, "Well, his son doesn't have super speed," so I yeah. wasn't sure. It, that happens later, but it's just a statement that right I mistook. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. So yeah, that might come up if yeah. there's significant. Parent story stuff yeah, yeah. happening. Yeah. Um, has anyone read Rick Veach's Brat Pack comic Veitch, book? I would Veitch, Rick Veitch. Yes. Um, Robert Monroe Jr. says it reminded me of Rick Veitch's Brat it, Pack. I've mm. never heard of it. No, me either. You've never heard of it. You've heard of it. Um, I haven't heard of it. Because every time it comes up, you say, oh, yeah, I always meant to read it. You, nope. always, you always say that. No. Nope. He hasn't said it this time. No. Nope. I have no idea what this is. His hat's on tight and the shoes are on tight. Yeah. It's true. Um, <laughs> Top and bottom. <laughs> Um, yeah, Br Everything Brad, Pack, Brad Pack is from like the 80s. Yeah. Um, and it basically is this, to use your word, nihilistic look at mm. um, the sidekicks of the superheroes. Um, oh, yeah, it does sound familiar. Black and White, told you. I've been in the read that. <laughs> black, oh, <yeah>. and <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a black and White comic book from, from the 80s. It's, it's, 
it's very hardcore. Probably it's it, that's it's not as boys as the boys, but it's where the boys to nineteen ninety one five okay. issues. Yeah. yeah, but um, it it you know it's it's out there. Mm. It's out there, mm. but it, it's a. It, now you would look at it as maybe a fun read. It's definitely mm. a, at the time, it <laughs> it it stirred shit. Interesting. Okay, I'll check it out. I know the the one cover is basically a Robin type character who's well known for his booty shorts. Yes, and he's like got his leg up on the sink and he's um, shaving his, his legs. Nuts. Oh, his legs, his yeah. legs, nuts. and there's blood coming out. Yeah. Well, and yeah. he's you know Aerodynamics JD. That's true. You gotta, yeah, yeah, if you're gonna be jumping in front of bullets for a billionaire, there are runners that do that. Apparently, that will oh, yeah. depilate yeah. for that purpose. Yeah, I think he's um, the partner of the so, Flying Fox. No, do you like the show? Yeah, yeah. You're just yeah. getting kind of um, well, samezies. Yeah, samezies. Hmm. Yeah, samezies. But uh, interesting, intriguing enough. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited to watch the third episode when I go yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, are you going to even bother with the rest of the... You only watched the first episode. I only watched the first episode, but I'll, you I'll like, continue watching. I'm committed yeah. to the boys. I actually really enjoy the boys. Mm-hmm. I'm just... I I need... I think I, I need the shoe to drop soon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the Homelander can only be so fucking terrible so yeah. many times for it to no longer have weight. Yeah. 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 So I, I just need them to progress it. Yeah, but I'll finish the season. Yeah, right on. Cool. Uh, email us at coltpopgo at gmail.com and let us know what you think of the boys and or Ahsoka and um, I guess the Star Wars shows in general. Um, that's it. We're done. Hey, Dylan. You're, gr- you're great. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll talk at you later. See you. Oh my God. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Cult Pop Network, home to podcasts, live shows, and a whole lot of fun stuff for every flavor of fan. Follow us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, and be sure to join us live every Wednesday night at youtube.com backslash cultpopgo at 8 p.m. Eastern. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon so you'll know when we drop new Thunder Rounds and episodes of Fresh Floppies, a spoiler-free show about single-issue comics released each week. Until then, we'll talk at you later.